Hi everyone, it's your favourite hustlers hustler, Remy Ray, um, on my new podcast which I decided to start, The Advice You Didn't Take. I was thinking of turning the advice you didn't take into an ebook, and I posted about that on my Instagram for like advising people about life and stuff like that or the things that I've been through but I decided a podcast is better because you can listen to it on the go. And I just feel like it's a bit more nicer and a bit more with the times, if that makes sense. And then, you know, I don't have to write, especially being dyslexic and stuff. So, yes, the advice you didn't take podcast by Remy Ray. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. I'm sitting in the kitchen looking at the window. It's a lovely day. Well, it rained a lot yesterday, but it's a lovely day today. And I just love when I can see like loads of clouds and stuff. It gives me a lot of energy. Um, this podcast is going to be super informal and please note all of what I say on my podcast is my opinion and not the opinion of the masses I'm sure and sometimes I probably will be a bit offbeat with what everybody else thinks but that really is just my style so please don't be offended and if you're offended easily then (laughs) this ain't for you. (laughs) I decided that I would start this podcast, my first ever podcast um with the title the art of fear that's the art of fear um because i've been speaking to a lot of ladies recently and people that i'm connected to or people within the industry and you know a lot of other entrepreneurials other entrepreneur event journeys and seeing that fear has always been a massive factor that actually holds a lot of people back and i wonder why fear is so prominent to us and like how can we overcome you know so you guys probably know a little bit about my journey hence the reason why you're probably listening to me and from my instagram you can see that i try to keep my motivation quite high and just like everybody else i guess i do get fearful sometimes and i like you know procrastinate and like for instance i've been feeling like i've been transitioning for like the last year so i haven't like brought out a new collection and stuff but Like, I don't know if it's essentially fear, but I have been fearful in my life before, but I don't feel like fear has, like, this massive power over me. And I don't know, but a lot of people I speak to, they they are quite fearful about failure. And I feel like I failed enough that I know I'm going to win so much more. It's like... You just got to get up and do it, if that makes sense. And if you fail, then then fuck it. You move on and you you do something else. And then you try something else. Like, I don't believe that fear should be something that holds you prisoner to your potential. I, I don't agree with that. And I feel like fear is something that's been embedded in us in a way. Like, especially coming from like a... Um, a Jamaican background is like get a good job you know and chill out and and you know don't do anything that really pushes the envelope and I feel like I, my family didn't really say that but that's just a tone in it it's like you have to get a job and like live and you know what I mean and like go on one holiday a year and and chill like take it easy don't like nobody is shouting excel 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 do better do more do no that's not happening a lot of the time especially with the caribbean people i speak to more so with my african friends that their parents are just on their backs fair enough they're like yeah you better be a doctor a lawyer or something and 
not necessarily fucking with the creative stuff but you know there's a little bit more of a push um from that aspect and I don't think it's bad I mean my nan when she came over from Jamaica she probably was quite fearful like my nan had 11 children she left four back home in Jamaica when she came here she had like my mom and my uncles and stuff and you know she pushed on like my nan didn't play she was like cleaning in the morning cleaning in the afternoon cleaning like they all had to help as well. It was like, Nanny's going cleaning. Okay, Nanny's got a massive building to clean in. Let's say Holborn. Like, my nan had jobs. You know what I mean? And partner had to be paid. So it was like, I don't really see... Like, if anything, she should have been the fearful person. My mum shouldn't have had any fear because Nanny kind of already did it, if that makes sense. And I just feel like fear, for some reason, it just... I don't know. It's like an undertone that surrounds us and holds you back like it's like a rope's in front of you and you try to push but the rope resists so much that you're just standing in the same place consistently and you cannot move it's it's so crazy how something that you cannot see taste or touch has such a hold over you it has a grip over you that even yourself somebody you know like yourself yourself you feel like you can't push on because of how crazy is that when you think about it in that aspect like you can't see this thing you can't touch this thing and you can't taste this thing but it's holding you back in some capacity because you're afraid to fail um i remember when i was like younger and um i didn't really like I didn't know what failure was like I feel like failure or fear is like a taught behavior because I didn't have any fear when I was younger I remember being like the age of eight and creating posters from my aunt's house so that I could um get all the children in all the parents in the block to leave their children with me for a summer school like in a communal garden so that I could take care of them I had a fee on it, I told them kind of like what they would be doing and stuff like that and I was just like I'm just gonna hand this stuff out and see because like I was one of the older kids, I'm eight, can you imagine I thought I was old, eight year old and the parents and stuff already trusted me, it's kind of like well I can see an opportunity here so I know that I've always been quite a resilient person like I've always kind of thought oh I'll see what I can do here, I'll see what I can do there and I think that that's one of the things that I try to convey um, across the social media atmosphere, I guess, that, like, I don't mind failing because I know the win that I'll win will be, like, triumph. Anything that I've ever failed in, if that makes sense. And I feel like a lot of people always say that to me, like, I just love the way you kind of just keep going, keep going, keep going. And I'm like, if I don't keep going, I don't have, like, I don't come from a background where I've got, inheritance to come I don't come from a background where some rich person in the family just gonna die and say yep this is for me I don't have that to come so I gotta work for my last name if I don't work for it it won't come like I know there's a lot of people that are not necessarily in the same position as I am and may get inheritance and may you know get something back from their families but I'm not fortunate enough to have that position and and you know what when I was younger I used to be like a bit resentful of that and even sometimes I think I still am but the reality is like I'm a woman now and I don't need anybody to pass anything down for me 
in order for me to breathe like i'm gonna live regardless if you know what i mean like i don't i don't feel so strongly about how i didn't get this step up or that step up or whatever anymore like i'm just like fuck this shit i'm just gonna keep pushing i think sometimes a lot of people are waiting on that in order to excel and i don't i don't believe in that anything you gain is a bonus but in hindsight you have to hustle like you have to get on it if you don't get on it who's gonna get on it for you kind of thing i don't know it's so crazy when i sit down here now now and i talk about fear i've never really sat and spoken about fear per se like i've i've spoken to people regarding fear but i've never really sat and and meditated on it if you want just to kind of figure out where this fear kind of surrounds people um i know also being like a woman of color in the uk like i'm 29 going 30 next month and it's like I don't really see many representations of who I am. I feel like in a way that I don't, not necessarily like failed, but the generations before us, not enough of them passed down knowledge to to us. And so we're kind of figuring it out with that generation that's consistently trying to figure it out. Like I have a dope mentor. Whenever I touch base with her, she probably would kill me if she listened to this. But she was just somebody that I just felt so comfortable with that I'd be like, oh, I don't understand this or how should I do this? And like, she always open with the knowledge and stuff like that. And I believe she's got 10 years on me. And she's just so welcoming with that info. Like, why weren't more of us doing that? And, you know, it's, it probably comes down to that whole old competitive thing or I don't want more black girls doing the same thing or da 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 like... When I tell you there's enough pie for everybody to slice that cake and eat tenfold, there is enough. Like, there is so much. There's Think of it, there's about 100,000 coffee shops in the UK. If there weren't no pie, all those coffee shops would be shut down. There wouldn't be no Cafe Nero, there wouldn't be a Costa Coffee, there wouldn't be a Starbucks, there wouldn't be goddamn whatever. You know what I mean? There's so much, like, there's so much cake. And I feel like we spend too much time trying to figure out why how just do just do stop being fearful and just get off your ass and do if it doesn't work it doesn't work push on to the next that is my philosophy that's how I take all these L's and I don't mind like I was speaking to my pal yesterday and I was telling her like I have five Instagram pages five you might not like me on I am Remy Ray which I'm probably most predominantly on you might not like all that motivational shit then I have the influential fest which is just predominantly business 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 when I look down that feed and I see everybody grinding and getting it in that motivates the hell out of me and I'm like yes this is what's going on in the world what this is what I need to be doing you know what I mean that just motivates me so much and then I have the body and style conversation stuff all about confidence and highlighting other plus size people that look amazing feel amazing that can influence and you know inspire other women that are on that page then I have for the culture and for the culture is all about you know um like black excellence if you want like uplifting the people within the black community that are doing amazing things and like just highlighting the information that I come across that like I retained in my mind but I didn't really have an outlet for it so I created for the culture official which is just basically about people that are killing it that are from you know black heritage 
so yeah check those out I have another one but it's business related and I don't like I'm not at a place where I can disclose it socially yet but I do have another page as well and I just I know for me before I was like scrolling up the gram and stuff like that and just seeing shit after shit after shit after shit people just chatting shit oh yeah I forgot my other page which is I am Remy Ray London which is obviously all my fashion pieces and stuff um but I was getting sick and tired of seeing people just like being negative or complaining about their situations or bigging up their friend every five seconds and their friend ain't doing nothing for this friend man I ain't got time for that so I just flip through I think my mind's always like that as well like even my boyfriend says to me like why are you like you just have thoughts just going bang 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 and I've always been like that and I think that that's one of my traits via being dyslexic that kind of like allows me to think in loads of different realms at once if you want like I always have an idea I always have a solution I always have a way of trying to figure something out I, I I digressed a little bit there in relation to fear. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of want to start this podcast based on, like, telling you that whatever it is along this journey, if you guys continue to listen to me and follow me, you'll realise that fear is probably never going to be a factor that holds me back. Like, I remember two years ago, I told my mum, like, if I'm going to do this fashion thing, like, I need to... I'm sick of these factories in the UK trying to figure it out. The price is continually, like, consistently changing on you every time you place an order with them. Like, I'm just going to go to Asia and see what I can do. So I went to Vietnam and I was, like, ready to book and go alone. Like, my mum was like, what the hell's wrong with you? I'm like, mum, I'm going. She's like, all the way to Vietnam. What's in Vietnam? You know, black people, like, anywhere to left. They're like, no, 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 they're going to kill you off out there. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going, man. I booked my ticket. I booked my hotel. I figured it out. And I was I was booking, like, I was leaving, like, that week. And then my mate said she's going to come. So she came along. But even so, even when I do business... I left her at the hotel and I went to handle my shit because I'm a firm believer in getting all your ducks in a row before you put it out into the atmosphere or tag people along that could influence your decision. I'm not easily influenced, but the way I think, the way I move, the way I'm able to be creative in in a space that I'm alone, it is in a space where I can have multiple people in that remit and telling me and this person saying that they think this and they think that listen I know what I think and I know what I want for my brand and my team or you know what I mean how I want something to look so I'm quite a solo ranger in that aspect so even when I do do business I usually do it solo so that I can really be creative and and bring my vision to life in the format that I see it to be um how do you overcome the fear of failure I think I failed so many times, like, I started Trapped in a Skinny World, which was the plus-size boutique for vintage, which was way ahead of the game, like, that was in 2010, normal people weren't even rocking vintage clothing in 2010, like, the mainstream audience, like, I don't even think it was being sold in Topshop in 2010, but yet, I went so left, I created Trapped in a Skinny World, which specialised in providing vintage clothing for plus-size women. The plus-size market was only on the brink of exposure. It wasn't even exposed in that capacity yet. And I think that 
that was where I knew that I would always be a little bit ahead of the curve. And I know a lot of people say they're ahead of the curve and it's a positive thing, but sometimes there is being ahead of the curve and just being too early. Like, I do believe timing is everything. And I think I kind of shot myself in the foot because I should have I should have pushed on with that instead of flipping. I should have just stayed with it a little bit longer. Like, my, my blog was getting numbers and I should have just continued to work on that. So then I could have channeled that into something a little bit different maybe even like a youtube page or whatever i don't have a regret about it because it brought me on to then you know change the idea and the concept and then to create the british plus size fashion weekend which obviously became global so i don't know i feel like sometimes even if you fail you cannot be fearful about starting the next thing. You just got to go for it. If you sit down, you work it out, work out the numbers and it kind of makes sense or there's nothing in the market but you know that there's a need for it, then people will find you. I know that sounds stupid and we're like in an age where everybody's sliding into each other's DMs and stuff but I do feel like, you know, if somebody's looking for it, it can be found. If it's something that's needed, it will be required you know what I mean like essential things will never ever ever go out of fashion we're always going to need food we're always going to need clothes we're always going to need work so I think in that aspect people need to be a bit more mindful that there's enough out there for everybody and you know you can you can push through if you want to push through um I googled fear and the 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 you know the like what they say fear is basically about is an unpleasant emotion caused by the fear of danger pain or harm I mean starting a business isn't essentially going to cause you any of those direct emotions unless I guess you pump your mortgage money or your your deposits or whatever into it and then you're without but I mean life is truly a gamble and there's a post that came out I think about a year ago or whatever on um Instagram and it had like Airbnb doesn't own any homes but worth X, Y, and Z. eBay doesn't own any product but worth blah, blah, blah. Amazon, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, well, if these people can start something without even owning anything tangible, like to their direct business, then anything's got to be possible, right? Uber doesn't own any cars but, like... That blows my mind. Every single time I think about stuff like that, it blows my goddamn mind. Because I'm like, coming from where I'm from, and I know people say this all the time, like, coming from where I'm from, there weren't no opportunity. Like, no, there wasn't an opportunity. But if you're hungry enough, you can see the the gold underneath the wrappers if you continue to push for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's even that post of the guy digging for diamonds or whatever he's digging for. And the guy at the top stops just before he's about to break it through to get to those diamonds. And the other guy that's on like a mission just keeps going. And life is really, 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 really like that. Like, I mean, I left uni with no job. It was when the economical downturn happened. So they weren't even hiring people. Um, I was super creative, but a bit frustrated because I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And then like I started the, the boutique. Um, I was bubbling with that for a while, um, kept hitting ceilings because some girls wanted bigger pieces and all my slim friends wanted the slim pieces. So I just was frazzled with that because I didn't really understand 
business per se at that time like I was like 23 I didn't really know the ins and outs of how things worked or how to transition it I mean that's when Twitter was just about buzzing we definitely didn't have the gram um we did have Facebook and stuff and that did all right but it wasn't anything that could change my life per se you know what I mean but now I guess there's probably vintage plus size boutiques all around the world with even some I've even seen and I'm just like imagine I was doing that like seven years ago um but it didn't stop me. The The fear of failure then didn't stop me. And I think whose story inspired me to keep going, actually? Richard Branson, I think, where he was failing, 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 and then bang, he just kept pushing, kept pushing. And I mean, Richard Branson is one of those cool entrepreneurs that are just known all around the globe. And I know people, some people love him, some people hate him, but I do have a, a, a respect for him because he's also dyslexic, I believe, as well. So I do have a... A little bit of a, a sensitive spot for people that are dyslexic that really really hustle it out and get to the destination where they can be financially free but also be exactly who they want to be as well I think that's super super commendable because it's not easy it really 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 isn't easy so yeah even though I failed at the boutique I went on to do the British Plus Size Fashion Weekend which also was a mammoth task I mean I was working full time and doing that at the same time, basically full time. I wasn't sleeping until like one in the morning. And even when I did go to sleep, I'm shake like actually shaking, shake like shaking the shit out myself to fall off to sleep because I just got so much to do, so many people to look after. And when you're looking after teams of like people way older and above you and you're trying to figure it out and then you've got you know, just shit, just a lot of shit to contend with, man, but I remember I was so, like, I didn't have a fear in the world, a fear in the world, even when I partnered up um, with somebody else, like, I didn't have any fear, even when I was going into those brand meetings and stuff with those big, big um, sponsors and stuff, I didn't have any fear, I was like, well, I'm providing some, in my mind, I was like, I'm providing something. You guys have obviously got the money to do, but none of you have have been smart enough to do it. So here I am kind of thing. And that's how I felt. Like, I didn't go in meetings and feel all, um, like, these people are superior to me or anything. Like, I never, ever felt like that. I, I, I don't even remember being... I was fearful with some of the elements, especially, I think, surrounding money, like, making payments and things like that. Because... I don't know, but I don't think black people have ever really been taught about money, apart from the fact that you could be broke or you're rich, and that's it. I don't think there's been, like, a middle ground of where we've understood how money isn't a be-all of an end-all sometimes, and even without it, you can still push forward to some capacity. Don't get me wrong, I'm not living in la-la land thinking, you know, no money equals living the high life. No, I, I mean, in the sense that we don't have a, the best relationship with money sometimes. And I feel like that's probably a lot to do with our teaching from our parents and like, you know, just the our lineage of family and stuff like that. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, but I feel like I, 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 that's the only time I remember having any fear traits around me. And that was in relation to cash, you know, um, what else? What else can I say about this particular area? Mm. I'll move on. I'll move on because otherwise I'm just going to start frazzling myself and just taking you guys on some roller coaster ride elsewhere. But 
Okay, so I've been speaking to a lot of other ladies recently. Not recently, I'm always speaking to other girls or meeting up with girls and stuff like this. And they just tell me like, oh, Rem, you know, I'm not sure what I want to do. I'm not sure how to manoeuvre my way through this and stuff like that. And a lot of the times it's not even that the ladies don't know or they're unsure, really. They know what they want to do and it's just pulling it out of them. And it's all to do with fear, fear of not like going into the unknown or oh, I've got a family or I've got you know I haven't got enough money or you know I haven't um, put enough time and effort in to figure out if this thing's really going to work and a lot of it is to do with you it isn't anything to do with the rest of the world or how you may be perceived if you don't do or you don't you know push yourself forward kind of thing like a lot of the things I say to people that come to meet up with me or have consultancy with me is you got to invest in yourself if you don't put the time and the energy to overcome some of these obstacles that are holding you back you're never really ever going to be comfortable in any situation that you potentially get yourself into like you could be sitting in a major major meeting and you may mess it up because you are fearful of so many other factors that probably don't even have anything to do with what you're actually trying to do. You know what I mean? It's like you you can actually talk yourself into a space where nothing's going to happen in the end and then you're going to be at home watching everybody else doing their thing or seemingly doing their thing because some people are not doing absolutely nothing apart from taking pictures and that's about it. But you know, making yourself feel like you're not enough or you're not good enough and then you slowly slip into some form of depression about it and you don't you don't feel good about yourself so you lose the confidence in you, in what you're trying to do when probably you have a, a like a dope idea that would really, really work but because you're so fearful, you haven't even put your, your best foot forward because you're just consistently worried about what you, you're going to do wrong or where you're not going to be or how come you can't, you know what I mean? It's just like you've got to get yourself out of that funk in order to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, people talk a lot about um, regrets also. Oh, I regret not taking that opportunity. I regret not you know, moving to another country, I regret not having a child at X, Y and Z of time and I regret blah, blah, blah. Like, I know people say there's a time for everything and I truly 100% believe that. But they're also on the flip side of that is no time at all. There is no time for it to be the right time. Like, if you sit probably down 100 girls that are about to turn 30 between the age of 29 to maybe 33 and say, how come you don't have children yet? They're like, um, I'm not going to have children now because I can't afford it or I'm not going to have children now because X, Y and Z. There's always going to be a reason why you will say, oh, I'm not going to because I'm not going to because. And usually if you rip the layers back of that, it's to do with fear. It isn't essentially that you don't have all your ducks in a row because most of us, well, majority of us will make it work. You know what I mean? But it's the fearful factor of saying, putting that one foot in the water to test if it's hot or not. You know what I mean? And I think we do that a lot. We we, we seem to do that a lot. We want to test, but only a little bit. We want to invest, but only a little bit. Like, we're so fearful of everything. Like... You it, like if you're sitting here and you're listening to my podcast, 
and you like it by the way <laughs> the advice you didn't take if there's anything that I can give you guys to leave with from this fearful episode if you want is rip the layers back man seriously get to the core of who you are and what you really 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 want to be and go for it if you fell you fell you dust your shoulders off like jay-z says and you push on imagine how many times things he's um fell that and we don't know about imagine how many times beyonce done busted the woman done busted us she really has busted at us in front of millions of people she dusts her shoulder off and she comes back harder the next time so if you're sitting at home and you're unsure of what to do business related life related you're fucking with them fuck boys and you want him gone like step forward put your foot in don't put a toe in the toe. You're not even going to see any results when you put a toe in. Put the time in to figure it out and it will come. Like, I'm always telling people it will come, it will come. Hard work, consistency, and you've researched your market and you know that there's a need for it. Come on. Like, those are already the tools that you need to succeed. It's just that you're looking at the glasses half empty as opposed to half full and it's already full there's so much so much cake to eat imagine if you wanted to be a singer in 2017 you can put music out every single day of your life for free you don't even have to pay for it you don't have to pay for it youtube instagram all these other little crazy soundcloud you can put all your shit out for free it's the same with business most of the platforms that we need that are like global platforms that you can access anyone in the whole entire world you can even slide into their dms or even comment on their posts consistently until they get back at you you can email them like they're all free imagine that before back in the day starting a business you have to be sieving through the yellow pages like some asswipe checking out where the business location is if it's even still relevant or registered like come on we're living in a time where everything is free for you to try try before you buy that is the time we're living in (laughs) you can literally do whatever you put your mind to now and if you haven't invested in yourself i think that's going to be the undertone of this whole entire podcast that i will continue to do like i believe in investment i believe in taking the time to really find out who you are where you want to go and what you're trying to achieve. I definitely believe that every time I have a diary or a new journal, at the back of my journal, I always put my goals and what I'm trying to achieve for that year. I know some people have um, mood boards. Man, I've done mood boards. I just usually put them in a corner after and then I never look back at it for a long time and then I look at it, it's got dust. (laughs) So I'm not really... I like mood boards. I like the whole sitting down and, you know, they manifest with you as you go along. But... I feel like I'm more of a, let me see it on paper. I take that around with me every day as well. You can't take a mood board around with you every day. Or maybe you can, there's probably some digital kind of version you could have or image of it that you can just add on your phone and use it as like um, a wallpaper or something. But I'm a firm believer in if you want to achieve something, you need to surround yourself immensely within it. If it's something you're un you like knowledge you're unsure of, but there's a course you could take, like invest in yourself, stop buying those goddamn Jordans, Mercedes, and stuff you definitely, definitely don't need. Like Mercedes don't need any more money from you right now. They'll still be cool if you don't go ahead and buy that car. 
same with Nike. Nike's still going to be cool if you, one person, go and use that money, invest in a course of something that you have an um, interest in or a hobby that you want to take that could potentially make you more money. I mean, we're living in 2017, honey, and multiple streams of income, especially when you're living in London, is the undertone, all right? That is the, the be-all of an end-all and that is the reality of many of our situations. I hope you've enjoyed listening to me ramble on about fear. And I hope that I've been able to tap into some areas that you guys have probably been thinking about. But not really, you know, been able to navigate your way to understand it a little bit more better. Um, I guess this is the style that I'm going to be going for with my podcast. I'm going to be quite lax. I'm probably going to go off on a tangent in some areas sometimes, but I'll figure it out as I go along. I hope you guys are going to stay with me along the journey. Thank you for listening. I've been procrastinating for a long time to do this podcast. I think I didn't really know what kind of name I was going for. And all of my work that I do, I start with my name and I work backwards. But for some reason, this time the name was there already. And now I'm working backwards in actually recording. So thanks for listening. Um, Yeah, catch you on the other side. The advice you didn't take by your girl, Remy Ray.